Hello and welcome to the Crochet Business School podcast. I'm Kelly Thomas, the Crochet Profit Queen, and I'm going to show you how you can make a living from your crochet while avoiding the burnout and being able to make what you want and when you want. Where can I sell my crochet patterns? Well, for this one, you have tons of options. And it really depends on which site suits you. So you should always sell your crochet patterns on a third-party site. You should never sell them on your own website. You should never sell them direct through social media like Facebook or Instagram. And that is selling them as a PDF. If you're selling them as a paper um, thing that you post out, that's absolutely fine. But the reason you don't sell them directly um, through your own site or through your social media is because of a pesky little law called VAT. Now, this is something that you have to charge the world over. It's an international thing. Uh, as far as I'm aware. But what it means is that for every product you sell, for every pattern you sell, you have to pay, uh, pay VAT to the country it's sold to. And, I mean, this comes into boring legal jargon, but the crux of it is, is that every single digital product sold has to include VAT. For physical products, selling what you make, this doesn't apply. It's well, well, it does eventually once you are selling over a certain amount. So I'm not sure what it is, but it's thousands of pounds a year. But for patterns, it's from sale one. So that rule for physical products doesn't apply. And you have to, you do have to pay it. But this is where the issue of patterns, digital patterns comes in is because digital patterns can be sold in any country in the world. It doesn't matter what country you are in. It only matters what country your customer is in. And if they want to buy an English written pattern from you, they can do so. You don't have to worry about postage. You don't have to worry about borders. It's the internet. It's delivered instantly. So the site you sell your PDFs on has to be VAT enabled, which means it deals with it for you. Trust me, you do not want to deal with it yourself. That's just a headache and a half. Let somebody else deal with it for you. And so that's why you should sell on a third-party site. I mean, maybe you want me to go into more detail than that, but for the purposes of this podcast, I won't but it's something you do need to think about. So sites like Ravelry, Etsy, Lovecraft Designers, these will deal with the VAT for you. There are many more that we'll talk about more in a minute, but these are kind of the big three. I mean, Ravelry is a site that was created specifically for selling patterns, digital patterns. It sells patterns for crochet, knitting, um, cross-stitch, looming, I think, and a few others. But it was created specifically for the sale of patterns, which makes it 
a customised site. It's the most well-known and its fees are fairly low, which is a bonus. Personally, I sell everything on Ravelry. It also makes it easy to update your patterns. So if you have an update that you want to send to your customers, you load the update and it asks you if you want to send the update to all your previous customers and you just click yes and it does it. It's not so easy to do that on other sites. Ravelry is great for that. But Etsy does it as well. Etsy is VAT enabled. It will deal with it for you. And you can load up your PDF and you sell it in in your shop like you would a physical item. It works pretty much the same way. Lovecraft Designers. So the yarn selling site Lovecrafts also allows you to have a designer site where you can advertise your patterns on there. Now it doesn't actually have that much functionality. Um, You pretty much load your pattern, write a description and off you go. But it does let you import everything from Ravelry. And the thing about having patterns is that you can sell on multiple sites. There is no reason why you have to stick to one selling site. Because the thing about patterns is you only, um, you're selling the same file over and over again. So it doesn't matter if you're getting multiple orders from all over the place. It's all done automatically. Your customer buys the pattern and, and the site deals with the delivery. It sends the pattern straight to your customer's email. You have no involvement. There is no need for you to get involved with the process, which makes it so easy to then sell on multiple sites. So the three I've just mentioned, Ravelry, Etsy and Lovecraft Designers, are the three I sell from. Out of the three of them, Ravelry is more profitable, but I get more random sales from Etsy. When I say random, I mean I'm not sending the traffic to those patterns. I don't send my traffic to Etsy. I send it all to Ravelry. So on my social media, on my blogs, all of that, I send all my links to Ravelry because the the fees are cheaper. So my traffic goes there. However, I still make plenty of sales on Etsy because I get found in search results. Etsy ranks higher in search results than Ravelry does. And from search results, I mean Google and Etsy's own search engine. So there are benefits from being on them, on both of them. And why Lovecraft designers? Because they have a button that means you can transfer all of your patterns from Ravelry to Lovecraft designers. So why not? It takes five minutes. It's, it's just an extra thing for me. I don't make many sales from Lovecraft designers. I might get the odd one here or there, but because it's so easy to set up from Ravelry, why not? Hey, it's just an extra site. Every little counts, as they say. So why not? There are many other sites as well. Uh, If I wasn't using these three, the next one I would consider is Payhip. Um, That one sort of acts as your own little website. You can customize it a lot more. And there's a lot more options. And if you want to play around with um, also having courses, uh, a blog, a membership, you can do that on Payhip as well without having to deal with your own website. 
and they deal with VAT. So if you don't yet want the hassle for your own website, but you want something a bit more customized and personal, Payhip is a great option. But there's other sites as well. You could use Shopify. You can use Makerist. You can use SendOwl. You can use Ribbler. They're all VAT enabled. So that takes that headache away. And they're all getting more well-known with the big two. Big two being Ravelry and Etsy. But it really depends on what suits you. Because we all find different sites easier to use than others. You know, what suits one person will not suit another. But all of these, are they're basically free to use. So if you want to just go and have a mess around and see if it suits you, you can do that. You can set up an account and go see how easy it is to upload your patterns, get um, a description up, get the PDF uploaded, take a look at their fees, take a look at how the pictures are loaded, take a look at the reviews for them. And if people are getting sales through search engines or they're having to generate the traffic themselves. For me, that's a big one because I prefer to rely on um, search engines than I do my own traffic. Why? Because it's the long-term lazy option. It's great. I can get it set up so it's all optimized to be found in search engines and just leave it. It, it sells itself that way. Far more profitable. But you do can you can generate your own traffic as well. But these sites you have to explore. There is no one size fits all. Different sites will suit different people. And what suits you will not suit another person. So this is a personal decision. But it doesn't have to be one or nothing. You can choose a main site that you send your traffic to. And then... You can add your patterns to other sites as well. There is no reason why not. It just depends on how many you can manage because each platform does need a bit of attention. You do need to optimize each different platform. You have to give a slightly different information for each platform. Of the three I use, Ravelry takes the longest to load a pattern, but because it's the biggest crochet pattern selling site, I have to be on there. And I would definitely recommend you being on there as well because it's the most well-known. It generates its own traffic. The fees are fairly low. But it's kind of if you're a pattern designer and not on Ravelry, it's a bit odd. It's one of those things. Etsy I use because it is great for being found in search engines. But a lot of pattern designers are not on Etsy because the fees are higher and you have to pay the listing fee as well. But for me, it's like, why not? It's working for me. So I'm on there. But that might not suit you. And that's absolutely fine. It's just as long as you know why you're picking a site. Don't just pick one because someone says, oh, this this one works for me. Great for them, but it may not be the best site for you. You do have to go and explore and do some research. It all comes down to personal preference. Some of these sites, they they are not getting picked up in search results. 
I very rarely see search results for patterns coming from Ribbler or Makerist. They're not as well known. They're not as well established as Ravelry or Etsy. But that doesn't mean you should dismiss them. If you are prepared to send your traffic from your social media posts, from blog posts, from wherever, to that site because it works for you, then go for it. It's all down to what works for you. Definitely go try it out. Because selling patterns is as cheap as chips. The fees are low because, well, the price is low. Most sites only charge you commission. Etsy does charge you a listing fee as well, but it's a set fee, so you know what that's going to be. And because they only charge commission, they charge it as a percentage. And when you're selling a pattern for £5, that percentage, that money coming out is actually pretty low. So it's... And, and then you only get charged when you sell anyway. And because you're selling the same file over and over again, once you've earned back what it costs you to make that file, as in paying yourself for your time, and, and the yarn you, and any accessories you use to create that design, once you've covered those costs, it's kind of like free money coming in. It just it's the gift that keeps on giving. So when it comes to my patterns, I'm not that fussy about the fees because my patterns have already paid for themselves. So when you're choosing your site to sell your crochet patterns on, take a look at what suits you. Take a look at what's easiest for you to use and what you get along with first. There's no reason why you can't go and test them all out to see what works best. But I would definitely recommend being on Ravelry. I would very seriously consider Etsy. Lovecraft Designers, why not? It imports from Ravelry. And then if you want a site that's sort of a website, but not a website, it's a good in-between measure, pay hip. Send Owl, I believe it's more popular in the States. It's not so big here in the UK, but I do he keep hearing it being mentioned by people in the US. Makerist, I keep hearing in the background, along with Ribbler. There are going to be others as well. And if you do find them, just check that VAT rule because that really is important so that you are kept on the right side of the tax man. As long as it has that VAT sorted, you're good to go. But don't ever sell on your own website directly or directly through social media because that VAT problem comes back. So any questions, please do come to the Facebook group. I'm more than happy to help. And if you want to know more about selling your crochet patterns, where to sell, how to sell, how to make more money from them than just selling, then check out my membership, the Hookers Academy, because I go into all of this in far more detail in there. The link is in the show notes. Go take a look. So thank you for listening today and I shall see you next time for the next episode. Bye for now.